0: Welcome to Asshole Court, the podcast where a group of lifelong friends choose a controversial public figure and examine their history through available public records and various publications to determine if that person is as much of an asshole as the general public suspects.
1: The 11-point scoring works like this. On the low side, a score of 1 equals an asshole rating equivalent to Mr. Rogers, and on the high side, a score of 11 equals an asshole rating equivalent to Hitler. Pre-show asshole scores are given, and at the end of the show, after all information has been laid out, all three judges will give their score. The subject's final score will be the average of these three numbers.
2: Just a reminder, our judgment has no legal weight, is strictly an opinion, and is subject to change at any time, especially in the case of new evidence. It shouldn't be taken seriously, so just don't. Since the beginning of mankind the phrase, he's such an asshole, has come from the mouths of billions upon billions of women. While men do take the cake when it comes to crime, booze, philandering, and general assholery, we can't say that women have stood by completely innocent all this time. As a matter of fact, and as you'll see today, women can definitely go big or go home and have proven that they can hang with the men in terms of overall crazy shit. In this episode we'll examine a recent headline grabbing personality the former CEO and founder of medical testing company Theranos, Elizabeth Holmes. Born with a silver spoon, a trust fund, and possibly a very masculine voice, will examine Holmes' life and actions as she started her company and ultimately have her stand trial in our courtroom about a year before her trial in the real world starts. It's time to take a peek behind the curtain and see some of the truth behind the phrase, Bitches be crazy. This is Asshole Court. So, the subject of the show will be founder and former CEO of the now-defunct medical technology company, Theranos, Elizabeth Holmes. Holmes was once the youngest self-made billionaire and now faces massive fraud charges in a court case due to commence in July of 2020. With the face of an angel, the mind of a genius, and the voice of a man, Holmes should be an interesting conversation. Guys, initial thoughts.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because on the surface, she seems cute, but that thousand-yard stare, man. That is a nightmare fuel. there's something wrong with her brain a little just, psychotic. yeah, it's in almost every picture it's just like I don't think she blinks. Probably doesn't. No. I actually had had a massive interest in her because I always have an interest in these fraud cases where they manage to like pull the wool over people's eyes. but yeah I mean she uh, she man just a strange strange cat that one.
0: All right, so uh, with me, I've just did a little bit of research on her before we started this show. Seems pretty crazy, but I mean, in a very calculated way. Seems like she came up with a really good idea that she could never really get any traction on, but you know what? Went ahead and just kept on moving forward with it and didn't care what anybody else said. I don't think that she is too much of an asshole for the most part when we look at some of the other people that we've seen on this show. But to keep on rolling with the lies day in and day out and really manipulate a lot of really smart people who have achieved a lot of accolades in the United States and abroad, I'd say that she's probably coming in at about a, I'm going to give her a six right off the rip.
1: I would give her, okay, that's for a preliminary score on, for me, I would give her a four. She did rip off a ton of investors, but most of those investors were not. Mom and Pops, so i got to go with the fourth.
0: The old stealing from the rich?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think Randy could totally give me information that I wasn't aware of, though.
2: All right, so Buddy with a six, Mikey with a four. Let's dive into Mrs. Holmes. Elizabeth Ann Holmes was born February 3rd, 1984, in Washington, D.C. Her mom, Noelle, was a congressional committee staffer, and her dad, Christian Holmes, was a vice president for Enron,
0: and also worked for several governmental agencies.
1: Uh, Shouldn't that
0: have been a red flag right off the jump? Enron. Yeah, her dad's yeah. the vice president for Enron. Yeah. I yeah. mean, at well, any given time?
1: At not not at the early, in, in the 90s, Enron wasn't known to be a massive fraud. They were actually a very successful company. Very successful. Yeah. But here's what I think. Christian Holmes is a total porno name.
0: Isn't it though? Yeah. Their dad's
1: name is Christian Holmes and what Noel Holmes. Noel. They, they could be a, a fuck couple. One of those couples that like works a, together in the industry. And vixen. Yes. They're yeah, a vixen yeah. couple. Is, a power yeah, couple. Yeah. 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 Uh, Christian Holmes and Noel Holmes. <laughs> Sharing the wife. Bring the cucks on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in other words, they were loaded and like Ricky Schroeder, she had a silver spoon.
1: What? I thought that she was... Born on the wrong side of the tracks, I'm totally kidding. It's obvious, yeah. Daddy's a VP. He <laughs> was plugged yeah. in.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, she was young. her Parents moved to Houston from DC. And according to an article from Business Insider, at the age of nine, home was sold relatives She wanted to be a billionaire.
1: Oh. Hey, uh-huh. there you go. Easy. I want to fly. <laughs> I I want to own a <laughs> space jet. <laughs> In mean, all fairness, she fucking pulled it off, though, so I should shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> her
2: relatives described her as saying it with the utmost serious- seriousness and determination.
1: Yeah, but, uh, you know, everybody's uh, relatives are always, like, super nice. About He's a genius. Oh, well, everybody thinks their kid is yeah, the smartest yeah. kid around. He right? can
0: read. Oh, my parents are definitely on train with, like, my son's gonna be the next Iron Man. You know, like, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, That's why right. I try to just
1: tell my mom, like, just you know, don't don't do that shit.
0: So uh, this was the funny thing I
2: read about her in that same article from Business Insider. Holmes had an intense competitive streak from a young age. She often played Monopoly with her younger brother and cousin, and she would insist on playing until the end, collecting the houses and hotels until she won. She was one of those bitches. Um, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. If Holmes was losing, she would often storm off. More than once, she ran directly through a screen on the door.
1: Yeah. (laughs) She's like a fucking overexcited boxer dog. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) first of all,
2: first of all, I love to play Monopoly, but I've I've never finished a game. You have to either agree to set a time limit for the game, Mm -hmm. agree to say fuck it when it starts to get boring, or you can go for what I call the real world win and slowly steal money and property from the bank hoping not to get caught. That way you end up dominating and
0: yeah. you're in complete possession. Well, you obviously reason. never played with my brother. Holy
1: uh, I shit.
2: I can't stand it when people are all, we're going to play till the end. Fuck that. And,
1: yeah, They have to have different rules. Uh, but the thing, too, is there's a reason that they don't allow Monopoly in prisons. Because oh, it, it would, it would means, cause so many fights. It makes people... Like, multiple, hundreds of people have been murdered in prison over Monopoly. Could you I ima- wouldn't doubt could it. Could you I'm imagine totally if a guy got up. released <laughs> and, drove, and drove
2: to Marvin Gardens and was like, I own you, motherfucker. <laughs> I own you. <laughs> I own this bitch. Park Place
0: is my place, bitch. <laughs> I don't <laughs> had hotels on here.
2: <laughs> All right. High school was where Holmes developed her work ethic, often staying up late to study. She quickly became a straight-A student and even started her own business. She sold C++ compilers, a type of software that translates computer code to Chinese schools. What? Fucking Holy dork.
1: Shit. Dude, uh, she's a fucking droid, bro. Yeah. You know she plugs,
2: plugs in at night.
1: I'm telling you, you look at those eyes, bro, and she is it's uncanny valley territory where you're just like, I am not sure if you are a human or a droid or some sort of combination thereof.
2: According to her Wikipedia page, in 2001, Holmes attended Stanford- where she studied chemical engineering and worked as a student researcher and laboratory assistant in the School of Engineering. At the end of her freshman year, Holmes worked in the laboratory at the Genome Institute of Singapore, testing for several acute respiratory syndrome through the collection of blood samples with syringes.
1: Hmm.
2: She filed her first patent application on the wearable drug patch in 2003. In March 2004, she dropped out of Stanford School of Engineering Used her tuition money as seed funding for the consumer healthcare company, and Holmes founded the company Real Time Cures in Palo Alto, California, to democratize healthcare. She sought to perform blood tests using only small amounts of blood. Holmes described her fear of needles as motivation.
1: Yeah, dude, you see some of those interviews where she talks about the, the needles, like she's giving like a TED Talk. She's like, Oh, imagine not having. To draw blood with needles, the
2: vials and vials that they have to take yeah, now—I exactly. just don't get it, bro.
0: I mean, it's a smart idea. I know plenty of people that—I mean—just freak out over yeah. needles. So, I mean, like the—it's a good idea. But I believe she was told repeatedly that she was stupid as shit, and it wouldn't happen.
1: Well, I don't think they said that she was stupid as shit, and I'm, and I'm sure Randy's going to get into this. But they were just—it just wasn't functionally possible.
2: Good segue. When Holmes initially pitched the idea to reap vast amounts of data from a few droplets of blood derived from the tip of finger to her medicine professor Phyllis Gardner at Stanford, Gardner responded, I don't think your idea is going to work, explaining it was impossible to do what Holmes was claiming could be done. Several other expert medical professors told Holmes the same thing. However, Holmes did not relent. And succeeded in getting her advisor and dean at the School of Engineering, Channing Robertson, to back her idea. Oh, He wanted to tap it, man.
1: Oh yeah, dude. That's she surrounded herself with a bunch of. I like, can't help but think of Channing Tatum. Old man. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some hot studly dude with. This. Henry Kissinger's like, oh, you, whatever you need, girl. He's like, God. He's like, I haven't had a boner like this in 74.
0: <laughs> she learned early on to stay away from all like the smart people and just go straight for the people that you know could support her early
1: on. Then go for all the smart yeah, people. She went for the smart and horny people. Right? Yeah, there you go.
2: With Robertson's blessing, she founded Real Time Cures, later changing the company's name to Theranos. Thanks to a typo, early employees' paychecks actually said, Real-time curses.
1: Hey. Hey. It was delayed curses. Yeah. We got it off by a little bit. But, and you know, uh, Theranos, too. Like I, I've always, I'm like, is it Theranos? Is it Theranos? I, when I remember when the, she was all in the media and I was just like, it's a strange word to say. I, it doesn't roll off the tongue. All right. I so think. what
2: it is is a blend of therapy and remedy. Right. Yeah. Therapy and remedies, or so Theranos, yeah. And Anos. Exactly. Which, which
1: yeah. is, uh, you know...
2: The Greek god of butt sex. Anos
1: was the third movie that <laughs> Christian Holmes and Noel made. <laughs> <laughs>
2: By the next semester, Holmes had dropped out of Stanford altogether and was working on Theranos in the basement of a college house. Theranos' business model was based around the idea they could run blood tests using proprietary technology that required only a finger prick and a small amount of blood. Holmes said the test would be able to detect medical conditions like cancer and high cholesterol. Her former college assistant, now <laughs> board member at Theranos, Channie Robertson began to introduce Holmes to many venture capitalists.
1: Mm, yeah, this guy, the guy lived, like right down the street from her was a major venture capitalist, too.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. It was one of her childhood friends. So she dropped out of school in March 2004. Man talked one of her advisors and professors at Stanford to join her company. And by December of 2004, nine months later, that same year, she had raised $6 million for her new company. That not is bad. actually pretty impressive. Yeah, that's yeah, not bike. bad. Well, she's quick.
1: plugged into that circle, though. You know what yeah. I mean? And then she's got her whole entire family. Like, she's a genius. She wanted to be a billionaire when she was six. So it's obvious that she's going to be.
0: <laughs> you know? And then
1: she, I have this, this whole new system, man. You just one pinprick of blood and it'll tell you if you've got AIDS or cancer or whatever, or the if you've stabbed in the <laughs> finger. It says here you've tested positive for being stabbed in the finger. <laughs> Every time, 100%. 10 out of 10.
2: According to our Wikipedia page, by the end of 2010, Theranos had more than $92 million in venture capital. In July 2011, Holmes was introduced to the former Secretary of State, George Schultz. That's right. After a two-hour meeting, he joined the Theranos Board of Directors, Holmes was recognized for forming the most illustrious board in U.S. corporate history over the next three years. Theranos' board investors include many influential figures. The 12-member Theranos board eventually included Henry Kissinger, former Secretary of State. General Dickhead. William Perry former running back for the Chicago Bears I was not just
1: kidding <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no he was a former secretary of defense yeah he was uh, that
0: one football player
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: and Luke Perry
0: 90210 ooh hey. he's oh, all right, RIP hey, Luke yeah blood J- test didn't work so well on him no what
1: did J- he die of uh, car accident
2: did his car blew up No oh, wait that was his dad in the show
1: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I'm sorry. I'm we, shouldn't no, yeah, no, we shouldn't it's... joke. Yeah, we shouldn't joke. I forgot about old Luke. Uh, so, another board member, James Mattis, former future Secretary That's of Defense. Right. Mad dog. Yep. Gary Roughhead, uh, retired U.S. Navy Admiral.
1: Admiral Roughhead. Yeah, <laughs> showing up for a shoot with Christian Holmes and Noel Holmes. Getting cooked.
2: No. <laughs> Bill Frist, the former U.S. Senator, yeah, Sammy Nunn from uh, Sam Georgia, Nunn. yep, That's right. a former U.S. Senator, and former CEOs Dick Kovacevic from Wells Fargo and Riley Bechtel of Bechtel. and Bechtel's a massive investment firm, is that correct? Uh, I, I, I Capital firm, I think it is. Could I think be. it's Bechtel Capital, something like that. Be.
0: That's now, an extremely impressive board right there. This is
1: what I want to bring up, though. It is an extremely impressive board in terms of uh, people that have massive amounts of accomplishments. But have you noticed that none of them are doctors? So let me throw this at you. Right. One of the big things that
2: she allegedly... We need to use that word carefully this episode because she hasn't gone to court yet. Right. One of the things she allegedly is... Getting in trouble for is essentially the lies that she told to a lot of these guys about how Theranos machines were being used in medevac helicopters, in military Mm -hmm. training deployment, all that stuff. She had these guys on board to get the military vote. Yeah, she was going to get get all those military contracts. uh, She uh that's how she lured a lot of these guys in. Is I'm going to help your soldiers Mm -hmm. tenfold on the blood testing, the quickness
1: for them to recover. XYZ and, and the thing is like it because they don't have a background in, in medicine in phlebotomy right that to, to them if you tell on paper it makes sense you're like oh no look. If in the field, in you know, the war in Afghanistan, we can tell right away if something's happened just by a pinprick. It's so much faster. And these guys are like, that makes perfect sense. But everybody at Stanford that she went to initially was like, you just can't fucking do that. It's not right. possible. Not all of them said it right. won't work. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's interesting that she did. She did build an insanely illustrious board, but none of them have any experience in this. It's like being like, oh, I'm going to make a video game board and I'm going to hire my grandmother and my mom. You know what I'm saying? It's right. It's a really technology thing. So,
0: But I wonder if having, what was it, the dean of uh – uh That certainly helped. You know, like that was just like maybe like, all right, well, at least she's got the dean backing her up. Exactly. And And they
1: don't mention the other people that passed. Yeah, of course. Well, you don't
0: tell the people that, you know, passed when you're trying to sell your project.
1: And the guy from Stanford was, yeah, he was basically the catalyst to all of this, in my opinion.
2: So Holmes' first major investor was Tim Draper, father of a Holmes childhood friend who busted out his checkbook and cut Holmes a check for $1 million upon hearing her initial pitch for the firm. That would later become Theranos. All right, so we talked about the board. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Here's the folks that gave her money. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Rupert Murdoch. Yep. Old conservative Rupert. media mogul owns Fox and mm-hmm. all of those channels. The mm-hmm. Walton family. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably uh, familiar with them. Yep. Walmart. Sam's, Sam's Club. Yeah. Yep. The DeVos family. No, oh, we got a whole all right. cast of characters God. here. All right, so there's something.
1: There's a commonality all right, between all these people. All right,
2: so there's one thing too. I know. I didn't realize that the DeVos family was the founders of Amway. Amway, yes. yeah. Sure enough. And yes. now one of them is the secretary of education, Betsy DeVos. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. old Donald also,
1: Trump. Well, exactly. Now here's the deal: Betsy DeVos has no background in education whatsoever.
0: No, uh, all of her kids went to private school. Yes. Uh, she paid for all of their colleges yep. up front. So they've never taken out an, a student loan in their entire life. Well,
1: no, she's a billionaire. She's like somebody actually as a as a prank unmoored her yacht. Yeah. I uh, saw so, which was hilarious. <laughs> it was yeah. good. But the thing, too, is with Betsy DeVos, she literally came out and said that she said, I've been donating to the Republican Party for years. And now I want something back for that. Fuck. It was you. Absolutely. Yep. Transactional and it blatantly so. She was like, I want this. So yeah, she's the secretary of, of education now. No background in it whatsoever, aside from being a proponent of like charter schools. So, go ahead.
2: I think she taught preschool a couple
0: years down the road, right? Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally fucked. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, I did love uh what was it, the Senate hearings that she had to yeah, go through. God, they ripped about, her apart on there, but she still made it on. You yeah, know, it was made it, it was the
1: closest vote in uh in Senate history. I believe you have to double check that, but I think that's right because she she only went through, I think, Pence voted uh-huh. that the one vote to push her through. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah wow. she was squirming on that on that bench, man. It yeah. was uh, it was rough.
1: Yeah. So you see, there was like, some question about like guns and how it would help uh students in Wyoming to uh, keep bears from attacking them or some <laughs> shit. Yeah.
2: That's give up. That's who you want. I give up. All right. Last couple of uh companies or families, the Cox family from Cox Enterprises, hey. Cox Cable, yep. and Carlos Slim. No shit, one Mexican. of the richest people in the yeah, world. Yeah. yeah, at one point he was the richest That's man right. in the world, and
1: that was in like 060s, Surpassed Bill Bill Gates for yeah, a short while.
2: Absolutely. So why hadn't anyone else thought of this idea before? And what kind of technology was Theranos using to revolutionize the way blood was tested? Because allegedly, her idea didn't work, and somehow she had sold some of the richest investors in the world to forking over their dough, and some of the biggest name in retail health stores to launch huge deals with Theranos. Walgreens. Yope. One of the two major whistleblowers who got things going was Tyler Schultz, the grandson of George Schultz yep. and one of Theranos' first board of members. I watched the video, the interviews with this guy, uh, mm-hmm. Tyler Schultz, and a lot of the stuff he said just kind of had your head shaking. He was a scientist and ran the actual blood test for Theranos. He said that in the time that he was there, and from what I remember, it was over a year, he said that all the blood tests that he ran were from blood testing machines from other companies like mm-hmm. Siemens. Yep. And that there were only the seven. Siemens and blood tests. Yeah. What yeah. could possibly go wrong? Yeah. God. And that he only ran seven tests on Theranos machines the whole time he worked there.
1: i like to imagine that someone mixes it up. They're like, hey, uh, you got to go run that on the semen machine. And they're like, I thought we were a blood company. I thought we were all doing it on the yeah, semen machine. Yeah, he said, I'm the new guy. The intern's been beating off in cups or whatever. He's like, you said the Siemens machine. So I thought, no, oh, we don't no, do that here. No, no,
0: no. Good. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. He said
2: that when his grandfather, the board member of the fucking company, went to get his blood tested, they had to draw a vial after vial of blood from him because something was wrong with the machine that day that didn't allow him to use the theranos mm-hmm. machine. And he's he's trying to talk his grandpa Correct. into listening to him, and grandpa anyway, just obviously he's getting nowhere with it.
1: Yeah, he was actually like George Schultz was furious at him. Yeah, he was oh, like yeah. he was like she is a genius. And you're just causing problems. Yeah.
0: You're here because of me. Shut it. Yeah,
1: basically.
2: So, Grandpa continued to be a stubborn old fart and wouldn't believe his grandson. They had begun to put Theranos blood testing centers in parts of the U.S., and customer tests were starting to come in for processing. They started using the Theranos machines more, and obviously, when the machine's not working correctly to diagnose certain things or to give correct measurements on certain levels, patients were getting incorrect blood test results. So finally, after all the concerns mounting, he fired off an email to Elizabeth Holmes, letting her know what they were telling people is not the truth and that something needs to change. She gave a super surface-level response, uh, saying, I'll have to get back to you on these serious comments line by line, something like that. The email he got back was from Theranos CEO Sonny Balwani. Mm -hmm. All right, so Sonny Balwani.
1: Yep, Holmes. Take a short
2: break in Holmes, and we'll switch to Balwani for just a second. So Sonny mm-hmm. Balwani came to the US, he was an immigrant from Pakistan, and he met Elizabeth Holmes when she was nineteen in Stanford at that point. They met in the Mandarin program that she was taking. That's right. And obviously had the hots for. Her. He was married at the time. And uh, she, he was older than her too, so wasn't 20, yeah. Twenty years older. Yeah. Jesus. Twenty years older. Yeah. So he's thirty nine. He's say. basically thirty nine. Yeah. 39, 39. Uh, yeah.
1: She was so precocious, you know, she just was so much older than she was mentally. So, right, right. It
0: must have been those black turtlenecks.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Bawani and her essentially
2: hook up after he divorces mm-hmm. and had a romantic relationship pretty much the entire time that Theranos right. was together. They never told a single person. Yeah, and nobody knew. They lived together. Right. They were a couple, but inside the walls of Theranos, nobody knew, and it was a big, big secret. Oh, wow. They didn't tell any investors. No. When investors would ask, you know, no. They're talking about, you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars getting poured into this. Mm-hmm. No knowledge at all that the COO and the CEO mm-hmm. are damn near husband and wife. Fucking
1: on the reg. Fucking oh, on man. the reg. Yeah. And this thing is like, it, it was a legitimate secret because I saw all the interviews with employees. They were like, we had no clue at all.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a 20 year age gap and the, you know, it's just something unless they're being blatantly obvious about well, that's it. What I'm saying. You I know, mean, there's no.
1: If you're working in that environment for 10 years, they can part it so well. That there wasn't even like a, you know, a walk by and a butt slap or a wink or a, you know, a sex sash on lunch break. Right. You know, whatever. Nothing. He's like, meet me in uh, the Tesla at lunch. And then they're just going at it. Put on the auto drive. He said, you better check out my Siemens machine. I'm going to put one
2: sunny side up on your butt. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So the email he got back from Sonny Balwani that pretty much told him he needs to apologize to Ms. Holmes, mm-hmm. and the only reason he was getting involved in this was because he was Mr. Grant Schultz's son. Yada yada. Really just an asshole email to you that told him to shut the fuck up and drop it. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't. Nope. He went to Wall Street Journal reporter John Carreyrou. According to her Wikipedia page, Carreyrou in- initiated a secret months-long investigation of Theranos after he received a tip from a medical expert who thought the blood testing device seemed suspicious. Carrie Rue spoke to ex-employee whistleblowers and obtained company documents. On learning of the investigation, Holmes initiated, through her lawyer David Boys a campaign to stop Carrie Roo from publishing by levying legal and financial threats against the journal and whistleblowers.
1: Yeah, they had people following Tyler Schultz like around. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Tr- now, here's the deal, too. Like, what you have to understand is one of the big things is when they got the Walgreens contract, the idea was that they were going to put these individual—they were called Edison machines— Right. And it was supposed to be this little tiny thing that that's where you get your little pinprick and then you put it in the machine and it tells you you've got all these problems. It does like one hundred and thirty different tests. They were just right
0: there on the spot. But the reality
1: was like over
0: two hundred is what they. Yeah,
1: exactly. And like like Randy was talking about was that they were actually using different machines. But here's what they were doing. They would like you would go into a Walgreens and you didn't get a pinprick. There was a, a legitimate phlebotomist there that would draw vial after vial after vial of blood they would tell you oh you know the machine we're having some issues blah 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 we're gonna do this but they weren't even processing it in-house in the walgreens they were mailing it fedex blood samples to a two back to the headquarters for theranos with the giant siemens machines to run the processes and then sending it back so the whole Holy pitch shit. was that oh you go yeah. here it's a little machine one pin prick." And it's a lie after lie after lie after lie. And then when you get the results back, the results are fucked up. They're like, Hey, there's tons of people that were like, they, I test one lady I heard. She was a, a cancer survivor. Yep. And oh, they, yeah. And yeah, yep, yep. they came back and they were like, This hormone this in your blood level, is, yeah. Exactly. And so it's she, her
0: estrogen level. Exactly. Yeah. She
1: panics. She's like, Holy shit. I have cancer again. And it was totally wrong.
0: That is absurd. Mm-hmm.
1: In the meantime, she's going around everywhere giving these, these fucking. Silicon Valley super speeches where she's talking about, we have the ability to change the world. (laughs) And yeah, things are so different now. And she was so fucking lazy too. She couldn't even come up with her own style. She literally ripped off Steve Jobs black. Yeah. Oh Oh, yeah. She loved
2: him. In October, 2015, despite boys, legal threats and strong arm tactics, Carrie Rue published a bombshell article that the Edison blood testing device by Theranos gave inaccurate results and that the company used commercially available machines for most testing.
1: As he well, said, I went there to get my blood test done, and it came back and said that I was gay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this was the first serious criticism of Theranos in the press and a further series of articles by Carrie Roof, followed with more damning details.
1: And uh, th- what was the attorney's name again? David Boys. David Boys. you have to understand. B-O-I-E-S. Was, is like the fucking T-1000 of, of attorneys. Really? That guy was oh, a really? superstar attorney. That's why when they when they brought him, I mean he's literally like one of the biggest heaviest hitting attorneys in modern law, right? Oh wow. So yeah, he, they when they have brought on, him like, in like the Michael
0: Jackson team back yeah, in the yeah, 90s. He's, he's
1: like the Johnny Cochran of like the investment world. Like everybody knows that guy. He's a, a, just an absolute killer. So they brought him in intentionally to terrify dudes like Tyler Schultz. Yeah, sure. Holmes
2: denied all the claims, calling the newspaper a tabloid and promising the company would publish data on the accuracy of its tests. She appeared on Jim Kramer's Mad Money the same evening the article was published. Kramer said, ah, The article was pretty brutal, to which Holmes responded, This is what happens when you work to change things. First, they think <laughs> you're crazy, then they fight you, and then all of a sudden, you change the world.
1: This is true. She's so fucking lame. She even had to pull out the Gandhi speech that everybody posts up on their fucking Facebook when they're getting shit on. Change the world. First they make fun of you. That's when you know you're winning. Now, sometimes they're making fun of you because you're a dipshit. Yeah, All right. exactly. So look,
2: We need to clarify, too, that we're making her voice extremely low and uh, not poking fun directly at her if she had a deep voice. But Google the shit and yeah. you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Many, many, many. Everybody thinks it was fake. It was all a big put on. Yes. Because women with lower voices are purportedly supposed to have more power or influence or. Um, she was, yeah, she was family. intentionally doing
1: it. And that's oh, the thing. Her
0: family's what, still like, she's always had a low, you yeah, know, baritone no, voice. Sure,
1: yeah. The first time I ever heard it, I, I, I immediately, my gut reaction was to want to laugh. But then I was like, I shouldn't make fun of her voice. It's not her fault. And then they came out and said like she had adjusted it. But I like to think about how she came up with that. She's hanging out with her friends and she hits like a massive bong rip my voice sounds pretty deep like this dude's and they're like you should use that that shit's tight (laughs) totally use that shit man (laughs) hold on man let me do it again
2: if you really want to know the truth I took too many tequila shots one night and wound up having a big (laughs) cock down my throat and it damaged my vocal
1: cords (laughs) I smoked two packs Marlboro
2: Reds at the bar every day actually that's what the fuck is wrong with me you got a problem with smoking That's
1: see and that's what I'm saying it's so strange that she like fakes her voice the non-blinking, she is an absolute... I think she's uh, like a total sociopath.
2: So, things escalated quickly from here. By 2016, the FDA, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and SEC were all looking into Theranos. By July 2016, Holmes was banned from the lab testing industry for two years. By October... That'll teach you. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> Slap on for the For two rest. years, you yeah. can't do your what you're supposed oh, to do.
2: It gets better. Theranos has shut down its lab operations and wellness centers. Her Wikipedia page reads, Other reported ongoing actions include civil and criminal investigations by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of California, an unspecified investigation by the FBI, and two, two class action fraud lawsuits.
1: I thought you were about to say Ku Klux Klan. I was like, what is that? Yes. <laughs> she is from North Georgia. She's a Georgia, Klan member. clan
2: Klan member. Holmes has denied any wrongdoing. Of course. Of course. All right. So the downfall of Theranos here. On May 16th, 2017, approximately 99% of Theranos shareholders reached an agreement with the company to dismiss all current and potential litigation in exchange for shares of preferred stock. Holmes released a portion of her equity to offset any dilution of stock value to non-participating shareholders. On March 14, 2018, so just a little under a year later, Holmes settled an SEC lawsuit. The charges of fraud, including the company's false claim that its technology was being used by the U.S. Department of Defense in combat situations, the company also lied when it claimed to have a $100 million in revenue stream in 2014, when in reality, that year the company only made $100,000. Whoa,
1: wait, now... N- it was n- just
0: three extra zeros. Yeah. That was a <laughs> Whoa. typo.
1: I Damn, just, fat, my hand slipped. Fat-fingered that one. They only had a hundred thousand in revenue. In revenue,
0: yes. two thousand.
1: Fuck it. And they shit. had
0: purported a hundred million. Well, 100, no, 100 million.
1: yeah. I'm just like, how do they only have a hundred thousand in fucking revenue? That's crazy.
2: So the terms of home settlement included surrendering voting control of Theranos, a ban on holding an officer position in a public company for ten years, and a five hundred thousand dollar fine. Yep. At its height, Theranos had more than eight hundred employees. It fired 340 staff members in October 2016 and an additional 155 employees in January 2017. In April of 2018, Theranos filed a Warren Act notice with the state of California announcing its plans to permanently lay off 105 employees, leaving it with fewer than a dozen employees. Most of the remaining employees were laid off on August 18th.
1: That's got to be a real awkward environment when you're like one of the last dozen. You're like, oh, so oh. what do you guys think's going to happen? You know, it's going to get turned around. <laughs> yeah. I, I really have a
0: lot of belief. Now like, that we're down to just the
1: true people <laughs> right now, they're yeah. wheeling out the fucking snack machine. <laughs> you're like, I feel like things are going to get better, though. This is, it's, every company the has moment. <laughs> it's always darkest at night before the sun comes up or whatever shit It's That's always right. darkest
0: <laughs> before dawn.
1: Yeah. yeah. Shut up, you're not fucking Batman, (laughs) alright? Like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) So, on September
2: 5th, the company announced that it had begun to process a formally dissolving while its remaining cash and assets were to be distributed among its creditors. All the investors lost tens of hundreds of millions of dollars when Theranos folded. In the final Theranos days, Holmes reportedly got a Siberian Husky puppy named Balto. That well, that'll brought. fix
1: everything. Yeah, I was just having the worst week, and then Balto comes in, and yeah. I just feel so... I'm sorry. You're going to love him. I was having just the
2: having right? the worst week ever. <laughs> I, was, I was having a terrible week, and I brought Balto into the office. Well, too bad. The dog wasn't potty trained, and we go to the bathroom inside the company's office and during staff meetings.
1: Mm, I bought him for company morale. That's no uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Kind of a fitting ending for such a shitty company. Yeah, yeah. Shit, man. All right. In June 2018, Theranos announced that Holmes was stepping down as CEO. On the same day, the Department of Justice announced that a federal grand jury had indicted her, along with Balwani, with nine counts of wire fraud, two counts of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. In June, a California judge, June of this year, a California judge ruled that the trial for Holmes and Balwani would start in July 2020. Both Holmes and Belwani could face up to 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine plus restitution, the government has said. In the meantime... She's found a new bow in life. I saw that
0: she has a boyfriend. So, she, were, so
2: she's dumped Balwani.
0: She no, dumped Balwani. No, Balwani dumped her or something. They Wasn't dumped, some each, kind they of, dumped uh,
2: each other. She kicked him out of the company. It was kind of a rough split. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. He he maintains that he left the company. So now, you think she has- she just recently was married to Billy Evans, the heir to the Evans Hotel chain.
1: Oh yeah, I stayed at Evans Hotel uh, the other week. I was about to say who, what <laughs> the fuck? Kidding, are I've, you? Never I've never heard of it. I've never heard of that. it. That, that, that's she, one I'll have to Google and you're like, oh, I've
0: heard yeah. of that or whatever. i like
1: but. it would be better if she married Howard Johnson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was also trying to get into the uh, family porn industry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I I Hojo. He <laughs> no, he right, also but, played third base for the Mets back right. in like '86. Hojo. Yeah, Hojo.
1: But yeah, I mean, or if it would be great if someone's name Fuck was the le- Mets. By
2: the way, yeah. sorry about that.
1: It would be great if the guy's name was legitimately like Richard Motel Six. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so anyway, the new couple apparently were uh, recently married and living together somewhere near San Francisco while she awaits trial. All right so what's going to weigh heavy on elizabeth holmes asshole score a she knowingly gave incorrect blood tests to thousands of patients across the country due to her shitty machine she knew didn't work i saw an interview with one lady who had cancer previously just like mikey said and the results she got back pretty much indicated the cancer had come back they ran a second test at a non theranos center and her results were normal yep that didn't happen to just one person she also defrauded tens of millions of dollars from investors with fake promises she told a bunch of military guys that they were using Theranos blood testers and medevac helicopters, and pretty much lied straight-faced to them all about the results of the technology and the machines she built. She had overall weird fucking tendencies. She dressed like a female Steve Jobs, those stupid fucking patent black turtlenecks. She was definitely an adult liar, which is totally fucking weird in general. And she started hooking up with Sonny Balwani, who was pushing 40 when uh, and married when she met him at 19 he divorced. They became a couple and lived together pretty much the entire time Theranos was a company. Mm-hmm. They never told investors or pretty much anyone about the relationship, and until they were on the stand and under oath, never told the truth.
1: So, she is honestly. There a, is a another good thing muscle. too that I would bring up because it's we didn't we didn't talk about it, but there was one of the the lead scientists was like an expert in phlebotomy, whatever. She brought him on the minute that he started like red flagging. He, yeah. He, the minute he was saying like, this technology is not working. I don't, this is a problem. She basically put him to do menial tasks. And then at that, go point, open the mail. Yeah. He, he was supposed to, at a certain point he had to go and testify or give, what do you call it? You know, the attorney's police. Deposition. Yeah. He had to give a deposition. And she basically was like, you need to say the right things here. Don't fuck us over. <laughs> and his wife was like, could tell that he was stressed out. Here's the end game. That guy ended up killing himself. Oh, wow! Man. Yeah, wow. and it Jesus. seemed, and his wife says that the stress from that situation, working at Theranos, is what caused him to kill himself. So indirectly, Elizabeth Holmes has a fucking body, man. Yeah, she has a lot of blood on her hands. Yeah, and now a body and just creepy eyes and a shitty mock turtleneck, just a complete fucking weirdo, man, in every single way, dude. So I, I uh, my final score for Elizabeth Holmes, because I had forgot about the uh, suicide of the scientist until we started talking about it, I am going to, you know what? I'll, I'll bump her up to a five and a half, man. She didn't kill anybody directly. She defrauded a lot of people. A lot of those people should have been better at, you know, they should have done their due diligence better. When you're dealing with VCs, those guys are supposed to be, you know, uh, experienced investors and stuff like that. There wasn't a whole bunch of mom and pop investors that were in, involved in this there were some but mostly it was vc uh, firms that got ripped off yeah so yep. you know like i said she's, she's obviously an asshole but I, five and a half is what i'm gonna give her
0: so after hearing everything that has been going on i i'm gonna keep my six score for her i think that's a pretty accurate reading in my book she defrauded people she caused a big scare with a lot of people Basically, think that you know either their cancer came back, or that they were diagnosed with some kind of disease that they were unaware of, or maybe there's even a lot of potential harm that was done by misdiagnosis in a sense of thinking that they were okay, but come to find out maybe three or four years down the line that she uh, did something wrong. And I forgot to mention
2: in my, in the story mm-hmm. that everyone. In a couple of states that were issued a Theranos blood test, Mm -hmm. every single person received a refund. Okay. The government made them- Class action. Yeah, made them receive a refund. Whether it was good, bad, or ugly, whatever, everybody got their money back for that.
1: They should have.
0: So, yeah, my original score of a six is going to stick.
2: All right. Nice. So, um, yeah, going into it personally, before we uh, selected the subject, I knew surface level stuff about her. But after diving deep, I'm actually matching Buddy's score. I'm a six as well. Elizabeth Holmes going six with me. So taking Mikey's 5.5, Buddy's 6.0, my 6.0. Elizabeth Holmes' asshole court score is 5.83. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Let us know how we fucked up and how we can do better next time. We love hearing from you. Uh, Adios
1: for now. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear more of Asshole Court, find us anywhere you download your favorite podcasts. Give us a good rating on your favorite platform. It really does help. You'll definitely want to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AHCPodcast. We'd love to hear from you, depending on what you have to say. So until next time, remember the golden rule and don't be an asshole or you may find yourself on Asshole Court.